Welcome to the Every Effort Podcast, where we are so blessed, a little stressed, and making every effort to figure out the rest. My name is Jocelyn. I'm with my husband, Matt, and today we are co-hosting our own podcast. Surprise, surprise. We usually have guests every week, but today we are doing the show ourselves to talk about some things that we find important in community. Yeah, it feels like we're going back to our roots a little bit here. But community has been like such a big thing that I feel like has come up so much lately. We've been talking a lot about dating and also through the young adults ministry that we help lead. It comes up so much of seeing how people's lives are like genuinely changed by just having a place to belong and to show up. And, you know, if you're not familiar with our story, like we started dating within this community group. And I think we didn't see the blessings then of like how powerful it can be to have a group of people around you who aren't just people that you go hang out with, but are genuinely like the people who advise you and are with you in those important moments in life. Like it doesn't have to be a big dramatic thing, but just seeing people every week and not just talking about like the game you watched yesterday, but getting into the word and sharing where you're at and sharing prayer requests has been really, really powerful. Yeah, Matt. Um, so Matt works in continuous improvement. If you know it, you you know what that means. If you don't, don't worry about it. You're you're not missing out. But <laughs> essentially, it's about making things better. And I definitely have that mindset naturally as well. So community is great. And we love having community at church. It's one of the best kinds of environments that we've been a part of. But how do we make it better? Because things are not perfect, um, especially in church. Church is about talking about uh, human, your humanness and the problems that you have. And so when you bring those to light, it's also a space for you to correct and and make your life better, make better decisions for yourself and your family if you have one. Um, sorry, I didn't mean that to sound sad for people who don't have families. Yeah, I mean, what we're told is that God adopts us into his family. And so it's kind of a, a beautiful thing to have these people who, we've said this before, but like the people you meet at church are people you wouldn't run into in your day-to-day -day life. Like you're not in the same career, you probably don't have the same hobbies, but you have this passion for the word that brings you together. And it's a, a really cool thing. And one thing that has been an improvement lately that I really appreciated is Jocelyn actually challenged all of the leads of our ministry to go have like a one-on-one -on -one lunch with someone they haven't spent time with one-on-one -on -one before. And that was super fun. And it feels like so often I've thought, and I feel like everyone I know has gone through a period where they say, I have a community, but I don't feel connected to the community. Yeah. And I feel like every single time the answer has been just lean in more. Like if you feel like it's not there, it's probably because you're not doing more. And it doesn't have to mean like you volunteer more, you serve more. It can just mean going out to a lunch with someone. Like I mm -hmm. went out to a lunch with a guy who I thought I had a great relationship with. Like I just saw him at our community groups and we always talked and hung out. But then just having like an hour, an hour and a half lunch with him. Now he's like a close friend and someone I understand so much better. And I get his story and I just feel so much closer so that when I see him, it's not just like, oh, this is the guy who's in my community. Now it's like, wow, this is one of my close friends that I get to see every week. And it mm -hmm. didn't take, you know, years and years of investment or relationships. It just took, well, really being challenged. It's not like I can <laughs> take the credit for coming up with it, but really just spending a little bit more time to make the community that you want. Yeah, especially if you are someone who, and I think the Bible talks a lot about this, right? If you're someone who has uh, financial means, you know, to, to give and share that within your church and 
Um, at the same time, if you're someone who doesn't have financial means, then, you know, don't, don't be, um, don't be too proud to accept help or ask for help. Um, but the idea is kind of like, there's always a give and take, I believe in everyone's life. And if you're someone who has the means of time and energy to make that effort to build a community, I think that God is placing you in that community for that reason to invest in it. Americans have this view about church that they're going to receive something. And if they're not receiving things the particular way that they want to be receiving it, then they're not going to give back to that church. And I kind of wonder what church would look like if people went into them saying, you know what, I know my faith, I'm strong in my faith, I read my Bible, I and I can see what this church needs, and I'm going to help do something about it. And imagine a church where everyone just actively, proactively participates in some way of building that community instead of showing up and saying, what is this community doing or not doing for me? I like that. And I feel like building the community doesn't have to mean the things you think of with setting up events. Like it doesn't have to mean like you get there early and you set up chairs. Like you can just build community by choosing the presence that you have in community. And one of the really important ones that I think of is encouragement. Like I've seen people who kind of take that step out to encourage where it might be a little uncomfortable or feel weird to give an encouragement to someone you're not close with, or it feels like a very random thing. Um, can It can really like build community. And so like, I, I think, you know, I'm very blessed to, to have an amazing wife who compliments me regularly. But if you think of like the average person in their day-to-day week, they're at work eight hours a day, probably doing more and feeling underappreciated for what they're doing. And then they get home and they hang out with friends and maybe they have things that they enjoy, but there's really no one pouring love in regularly. Like unless you have that special someone in your life, it can feel really hard to feel appreciated and feel validated. And mm-hmm. so it's been amazing to me how just saying like, wow, you're, you're really good at that. Like, yeah. I just want to take a minute to say like, the way you do this is really cool. Like, wow, you mm-hmm. have such cool insights or, you know, I don't know if you realize this, but like you asking us out to lunch every once in a while, like this group wouldn't exist without you. Like you have brought people together and so an amazing way Mm -hmm. and i think just bringing people's attention to that makes them feel so appreciated because they're doing work without being appreciated without even knowing it like they have these gifts that they're using and they may not even recognize it and then once they understand not just what a blessing they are to the community but how important and how central to the community they are and that it's not just something they participate in but something that they are Mm -hmm. like an intricate part of it really just brings that community to the next level i think of those people as like the glue of a church community because, you know, you can have different pieces of a puzzle that come in and and make a picture, but you need someone who's kind of moving in between all of the connection surfaces of that puzzle to glue it together. So that way, when you pick it up or hang it up, it stays intact because it doesn't matter if we create this puzzle, if we can't keep it together. And not everyone needs to be some Um, like extroverted individual contributor where everyone can see the kind of contributions they make. I think you're right. We need those people who can also encourage. And that is one way of participating is with your words. And every time you think of something that's positive about a person, someone told me this, a mentor told me this, that you have nothing to lose by just telling that person what you're thinking. Like you will get bonus points. You'll be on this person's good side if you just tell them like, Hey, I thought about you the other day and I realized you're very good at organizing files. And I, and 
I think that's a great gift because I don't see other people who, who do that or who enjoy doing that as much as you do. Right. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things we talk about in church community is that, you know, we are all the body of Christ and that someone is the hand and someone is the foot and there's all these things, but it doesn't just have to be things that you like go outwardly do. It can be like personality traits that are gifts. Like I know people in our community who, if you're sitting at their table, you're going to like laugh until you hurt at yes. least twice a night. I know exactly and, who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and there are people who just like their face lights up when you walk in the room and they're so happy to see you. And like those little things build community and so you can really bless people not just with the things we usually think of as spiritual gifts like the ability to bring people together or really good planning but just like who you are and not pulling yourself in or trying to reserve yourself but mm -hmm. being the fullness of who you are and who god made you right and for me that's been challenging because it means that there are things you're not as good at like i know i'm not as good at just lighting up and getting so excited when people show up. But I know that I can encourage and I can do those little things. And so if we each bring those things that we can do to the table and also try to push ourselves outside the comfort zone a little bit, it adds up to something that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And I do want to say for people who might not have a community that has grown up to this point, like it's taken Matt and I three years to build from pretty much no structure like this kind of community we've like tested and tried so many different methods of what would work with our local community and local young adults to get them to not just come to bible studies but stay in bible studies and come to events outside of bible studies and like resolving conflict between people all of that stuff like it it's not something that we walked into and it's definitely not something that a new person can easily walk into as well in our group. It takes each person, um, you know, their own efforts to get that same experience. Even if the community is already built, you still have to build those relationships. So part of what we're going to talk about today is how do you start from ground zero when it comes to community? What, what are some of the building blocks? And so the biggest one we're talking about today is communication. Yes. And I feel like before you even get to communication, just presence is like where you start. Like okay. we have met people who we see them every few months and like maybe we've known them for years, but I'm not very close to them because we just see them every once in a while and get a quick update. But there have been people who have come into our life and our community who show up consistently for two months and now I completely get them and they're super close and they're super ingrained in community. So I think it's kind of an encouragement that it feels really daunting to start this new community. But mm -hmm. if you really just lean in and invest early and really try to be present, try to be involved, try to get to know people, it can completely open open this up for that communication. And then I think I think having a community that is biblically based is really important for communication because it's it's harder to talk about prayer requests unless it's something really, really big, at least for me. And so having a dedicated space where we're sharing those gives them a glimpse into what you're struggling with, where it might not be this huge thing that I'm just like overwhelmed and need to vent about. Yeah. But when I'm sitting in a group and I say, gosh, I've been really stressed this week and, you know, I'd like some prayer for that. You just get to know me a little bit more and you know what I'm working through. And obviously the, the power of group prayer comes in. Yeah. But I think those smaller level communications are important because then you're not just coming to someone all of a sudden and saying, my life is in complete crisis and I need someone to talk to. But you're like regularly sharing where you're at, what you're going through so that people can 
walk through life with you. And we've had this before where we say, gosh, I'm, I'm just worried about this person. Like they've been struggling with this for a while. How can we as a community, like, you know, we've had members who just felt lonely at a time and it's like, Hey, let's plan an event for them. Like, what did they want to do? Let's make it their day. And so just getting to know people more regularly and choosing to communicate more often can really help. Yeah. I like the example with prayer requests. I think, um, there are different kinds of people <laughs> like there are some people who will just share the same thing every week and not very passionately. They're like, oh, I just need to say something just to say something. But it's like, yo, you're there. You're showing up. You're not going to get the most effort from from Bible study or any gathering if you don't share what you actually want. Like someone is offering to pray for you and maybe, maybe they have a closer relationship with God. You want them to pray for you. Like imagine how much more powerful it is for someone more spiritual than you to pray for you. You're every single time you don't share a serious prayer request. I think you could be losing out on a very good letter to God. Hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the, the other thing with communication is just developing the individual relationships within a group. Like I think it's really hard to feel like you're rooted in community when you don't have strong relationships with individual people within that community. Like I think those are the times that I've felt the most distant is when I feel like, well, I have this group to show up to, but there's no one who's like super close to me there. And the way you do that is by communicating regularly. And whether it's just sending a text about something that you went through or not something that you went through, that would be very heavy, but like sending a casual text about the week or something that you saw or knowing like, well, I like baseball. That guy likes baseball. I'm just going to shoot over something that I think about or something that I think would connect yeah. us. And investing in those individual relationships makes the community feel a lot more like home. Yeah. And then you're a lot more comfortable having the more serious conversations. Where like, you know, I've really been struggling and I need help because yeah. I think so often we look for community because it's a safety net and it's a place to go where we've really seen it come through. Like a while ago, Jocelyn had to move out of her place last minute because of a fire and that was the first time that I really saw like the power of community come in where there were seven people there just ready to pick up boxes and go. And it was amazing to have people who loved on us and cared for us and who were there for us. And it, it's no credit to us. Like they're just an amazing group of people that if you show up and if you invest in them, they're there for you as well. All right. That is where we will cut it off for part one. Thank you so much for joining the first part of this conversation. Please be sure to tune in next Tuesday at the Every Effort Podcast for part two. We'll see you then.